Coming to SakuraCon 2018. Shots. Colette gets <laughs> shots, hammered. Shots, 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 shots. Recorded live in Lost on wild. <laughs> no, no, we can't. We can't do that. There's there's rules and regulations around that stuff. We we can't do that no more. I know. Depending on what's in it, I can usually do between five and seven before I get drunk, and after that, I'm like, "You're my best friend. I love you. Everything is hilarious." I am. What? <laughs> Oh, ah. oh. <laughs> that loves people. I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm playing Assassin's Creed. I've do been, I've been reading FCC regulations oh, okay, the last yeah, week. I, 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 I have not oh. gamed. I. You've done your research. <sighs> Can oh, we nice. not? Nice. This has nice. been the worst week of my Shall life. We get into that. Oh, God, I like. I did some research, but I'm like, this is a. Mm, mm. I. <laughs> this is a lot to process. Ah! I've, done, I've looked through enough case law before that I was. Gonna, <laughs> I would put it under the category of easy reading, but at the same time, the more you get into it, the more you realize. Well, fuck, nothing means anything. Yep. Basically. Anyway, hello everybody, and welcome to Zio, a Sakura Rangers podcast, where we focus on conventions, cosplay, and nerddom in general. Who are we? I'm Robert, I'm your Red Ranger. I'm Tyler, I'm the Black Ranger. I'm Colette, I'm the Green Ranger. And tonight... Did I do Form Voltron. We're, we're still Green short Green two consistent Green members. Green Together we form Voltron. <laughs> Right now we're okay. Right now we're but, just big emperor. That's that's all we got going on here. Oh. Okay, but if we're Voltron, who's who? Well, because I call Gibbs on the red one. <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on a second here. Are we well, OG Voltron or are we current generation Voltron? Well, I'm I'm the Black um, Ranger. Are yeah. we current generation Voltron? I mean, I guess. Because I feel like I, only one of us. I ah, current generation. <laughs> of course. Are you not a fiery, I feel like there are problems on fiery, all levels here. moody, edgy There's person? So Am I not the leader? Is she not the smart <laughs> one? <laughs> like, I know we could form Voltron. I'm not really concerned about that. I know the Lions would like us no problem, but... Yeah. There's... There's problem in this casting assortment. <laughs> hey. Oh god, we would die. <laughs> Zarkon would have wiped us out years ago. We'd go into one battle and be wiped out. Yeah, pretty much. So, four, Blazing Sword! We don't do that anymore. What? God! (laughs) Like, we wouldn't even be able to finish the sentence. It'd be like, four, pew, 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 Oh, they're dead. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, guys, how many holes are there supposed to be in Black Lion? Uh, (laughs) none. (laughs) No! (laughs) We have a few. Leave here all alone! Leave us alone! (laughs) Hey, I'm just saying... Sven died, and I'm pretty that's sure that Shiro's actually a doppelganger. I don't think that's actually him now. Everyone was saying, like, everyone, when the new series came out, 
they were like, oh, hoo, hoo, Sven was the black lion. Maybe this is foreshadowing that Shiro's going to die. And I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Leave him alone. At some point, it's going to happen. The showrunners have said no. eventually it's going to happen. No. <laughs> Not allowed. Personally, I'm convinced he's already dead. Once again, doppelganger. But, you know, we'll see. I've heard that theory a lot, too. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. It's, it's I, either I mean, really... It's either really bad writing or they're setting something up. <laughs> and they're just hoping that you'll forget it if they have enough episodes in between. Probably. Honestly, it feels like they're doing a lot of setup. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I still love the show. Like, this is oh, yeah. the best thing that DreamWorks television animation has put out in a long time. Honestly, it's one of the better things DreamWorks has put out in a while. I may be yeah. biased. Uh, no, I, I think it's that's actually an objective made, statement. Yeah, they just really have not made a whole lot of great stuff with the exception of Ultron lately. And I love DreamWorks. It's an objective statement. J- just, just, well, just television and anim- or Netflix television talking, animation. Are we talking like which is a whole other company talking just their Netflix, Netflix movies, stuff? which I've got a lot worse things to say about Netflix, yeah. or sorry, about uh, DreamWorks movies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was talking like overall dreamworks as a company everything they've produced in recent times there has definitely been a lack of quality with the exception of the weird one captain underpants which that 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 was good and it's it's such a weird thing because that's like the best one they've done in a while and it's i liked it the biggest thing that's problem with dreamworks right now is that when they make something that's of good quality they don't know how to promote it and it doesn't sell. <laughs> when they produce something of low quality, they know how to promote it and it sells well. Emphasis on this summer, we had the Boss Baby, which is garbage. <laughs> and oh, yeah. yeah, and that sold extremely well. And went and sunk the also... Oh, yeah. Stupid. They did. Oh, yeah. They did. Yeah, no, that was... It's not they, a good movie, but they promoted the hell out of it. And it's been one of their biggest bit, so booms in terms true. of profit in years. Then you compare that to uh, Smurfs The Lost Village, which is also a good movie, weirdly enough. And that one got destroyed by the Boss Baby. They just knew how to promote that thing to go and crush the competition. And then they had Captain Underpants that came out. And that was a really good movie. And yet, they didn't know how to promote it. And it was one of the biggest box office losses that DreamWorks has had in the entirety of the company. Really? Yeah, no, it's, like, really, really sad. Like, I was hoping we were going to get some stuff out of that. Like, I I was too old for the books when they went and came... Oh, I shouldn't say I was too old for the books. I didn't read the books when they came out because I had already gotten past that age group that they were marketing it to. Uh, But my brother read them. Yeah. Like, I was in that age bracket. But, like, I... When I was little, I was super, super feminine. And I was so grossed out by, like, any sort of potty humor that I just did not read the books and so like i went and saw it with a friend and i just was like this is pretty weird but i feel like they're probably true to the books so i definitely give them props uh, for that mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i i collected those books religiously i've got all of them i i have all of them dark fantasy I, stuff was more my speed as a kid then, chronicles oh, of narnia sign me the yeah. fuck up i was like i i read them i read them all of them collected all of them and then it just i hit a stop point and then i didn't know anything about them anymore because it was like 
I think it was when I graduated from elementary. So, because that's when the school elastic is, and that's how you get the uh-huh. books. But after that, it was just like, okay, I have no access to the books at all. Now I'm high school, so yeah, and that's kind of where I, like stopped reading them. Yeah, which I totally get they that. So easy to get. So, but they were good. No, it was great. It was uh, it was it was really good. It was okay. uh, different, a little yeah. bit of a different. But, story but I mean, obviously, it's understandable. A, uh, they kind you of know, can't cram it all into one movie. They molded like the first two together. Uh, but, well, actually, like, they, like, the thing is, uh, they, they crammed, like, two books into a movie. Oh! Uh, because the books are pretty short. They're not, they're not long books. Mm-hmm. They're still kids' books. So, yeah, you can read one of them, and it's done, like, nothing, like reading a manga or something. Right. Um, but then, yeah, all the things that they did have in it was pretty, pretty true to form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I... No, that, really that's just it. I'm, hey, that's pretty my good. only complaint is the fact that DreamWorks, just like with Rise of the Guardians, had no idea how to promote it, and it ended up being a financial loss for them. <sighs> I'm See, that's so another one. Yeah, salty about the that. People that who was have seen fucking Rise of the good. And so was How to Train Your Dragon, and just... Well, at least the first... Ha- how to Train Your Dragon, they promoted quite a bit. They turned that into a franchise. The, the first... The first How to Train Your Dragon was a huge success for him. Mm-hmm. It was really short on the budget, and they clearly went and put in a lot of time that nobody got paid for. But that one paid off. And then How to Train Your Dragon 2, they went in with great expectations. The teaser for it should have just been the regular trailer. They just never should have released the second trailer. Because they ruined the big surprise of the film. The villain was underdeveloped i will say in the film itself yeah i'm gonna have to agree he felt very forced that's just it and i don't feel like the villain in the second one was the main point though no he he definitely wasn't but the problem was the main point they revealed ahead of time and everybody thought oh well i've seen the entire movie now Mm. yeah so nobody went to see it well i shouldn't say nobody he it it didn't lose money, but it didn't make money either. It right. was a net neutral. Mm-hmm. It's only made money because of merchandising from other DreamWorks projects, oh, including uh, the three Dragons TV shows. I've heard so. those are actually pretty decent, but I haven't watched that, them, so that, I can't say. Yeah, the, the first two that they came out with, uh, Riders of Burke and Defenders of Burke, mm-hmm. were they were on par with the movies in terms of the amount of effort they put into character development, the story writing, though the animation was definitely a big step down. It did feel down. It worked really well. That I saw, but the stories looked wonderful. Yeah. And race to the edge collectively, <coughs> I think has a good story, mm-hmm. but you could definitely tell that, well, and this is something that's starting to change with Netflix and their culture. But you could definitely tell that uh, DreamWorks saw, okay, cash cow, Netflix never cancels anything, so we're just going to go and stretch this story out with a whole bunch of filler content that will drive some of the fan base mad, but Not we're also really going out some you? really good points. I, it really does. <laughs> just about to it say does that. suffer from heavy Sorry. Naruto syndrome. <laughs> oh, you think you're a man? It suffers from really heavy Naruto yeah, syndrome. Yeah, I am a man. I watched all <laughs> Naruto and the fillers. Oh my god. Oh, hella fillers. <laughs> oh, that's that's torture by itself. No, but I 
Are you a I, I do like dragons. I. I, I <laughs> 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 I didn't. I didn't hear what you said. So now you're laughing really hysterically at something. Are you a masochist? Oh. <laughs> I mean, if you watched all of it and all the fillers included, yeah, that, I'm yeah. a completist. God. <laughs> okay, there are some things that I will go that far with, but oh my god, because because I'll go a year without going and watching the latest seasons of Bleach or Naruto, which have both ended and, you know, one yeah, of them right. spinoff. hasn't ended. Yeah. It's, I, I feel I, like it's it never going to end spinoff spin-off now. It's, yeah, I know, I know. It's, it is different though. I mean, I, and I am watching Boruto, which is surprising. I've, I've caught a lot of people off guard. It's like, but you never, you don't keep up with current anime anymore. Like you, you gave that up in like 2012. What Bardo's the hell is a weird you, return? Like, honestly, return to a current uh, anime. It's really a hit or miss. Like some stuff yeah. is phenomenal, and other things, it's like, who the fuck funded this? Yeah, no, and that's that's part of my problem is that there's now, in some respects, too much anime that's available. There's always too much anime. Yeah, with the, we just didn't well, have access to every. Issues but, in the no. industry as well, so I think that is really affecting the quality of what's put out. Um, the anime guy on YouTube actually has some really interesting videos on this. If you want to go watch them, audience, huh, I might need to go and check that out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not familiar with that channel, but I mean, I've been whether I realized it was anime or not. I've been watching animes going back to my youth in the late 80s and all the way through the 90s. I mean, Tyler makes fun of me because, like, every time I recommend an anime to go and watch, it's something from, like, 1989 or 1992. (laughs) And, like, I I totally agree with that. But while there has been a decent amount of anime that was produced for a long time, Mm -hmm. the mid-2000s through now, because of the international success and acceptance of anime internationally, Mm -hmm. now... A lot of the Japanese studios, and this is a weird thing to think about, much like how movies are being made here in the U.S. now with the international market in mind, uh-huh. now the Japanese are going and developing anime with the international market in mind. So there's no longer that more craft-felt, or I should say more crafted, uh, more well-developed interest in most of the series that are produced. There's still plenty of them that come out. Oh, yeah, but sure. The good ones are definitely few and far between. I can't say that we have found the next Gurren Lagann, for example. Yeah, you really gotta dig through all the Moe bullshit to find good stuff. And like, Yeah, but I mean, that makes for good merchandising. (laughs) Which, you know, is great. You're making money. But at the same time, a lot of people want either a balance or they want just good stuff. And like, I'm... I'm fine if there needs to be some crappy anime in order for there to be good stuff. Like, I can deal with that. But if the market is just oversaturated with crap, then that kind of turns me off in a, to a degree. And I'm like, okay, time to go back and rewatch all my favorites. Well, and I think that's part of the reason why we're seeing the marketing of merchandise here in the West really taking a big pullback with the exception of large studio stuff with anime. Right. 
Because you used to be able to get some really obscure shit at places like Suncoast, FYE. Mm-hmm. Anything that got licensed, basically, you could get a lot of merchandise that was coming out. It wasn't the best selection, but mm-hmm. there was always something from this something. random series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now... I think because there is so much stuff, and because access has gotten better, it's harder to find the good stuff in some respects. There's almost too much selection. And yeah. now we run into the issue of the only stuff that you really find merchandise of is the stuff that's being the most heavily promoted. Like, mm-hmm. Tyler and I have talked about Attack on Titan before. Oh, yeah. How that one just exploded. We, exactly. But we don't really know. It and now it's fucking dead. But it's. This is something that Tyler and I talked about because it seems like, well, I definitely understand why there was a lot of interest in the show. Mm-hmm. I've never actually met somebody that was that passionate about it. I know a lot of people that cosplayed it. Oh, yeah. Because uh, they were going and, you know, joining the hype train and trying mm-hmm. to go and get some attention for themselves, which is what a lot of cosplayers do now. It's not a negative statement, even though I made it sound like that. I'm sorry. It still I is not sort of, kind of a negative statement. But... It it. It, I know it is. It's not the way I meant it. I, I hope, I hope those out there listening have can understand what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. But I never saw the passion for it the same way that I did for say, and you know, I'll go and make another example of like Gurren Logan, for example, which. That one wasn't licensed for a long time after it came out, mm-hmm. and people were bug nuts before it, and people were bug nuts after it. Um, that was one that people were really passionate about. I never saw that for Attack on Titan. See, that's and while coming down to like everybody Steam well, stuff did. too, because like yeah. everything by Trigger yeah. and by Gynext, I just I like all their stuff. Well, it didn't help that the Attack mm-hmm. on Titan dub sucked, but <laughs> oh, I mean, I guess that's a thing. Yeah, it's, I it's, don't really, I don't listen to dubs. Yeah. So most dubs suck. That's the problem. So yeah, it's, but I mean, it's not the worst one I've heard. But oh, yeah, I mean, for sure. it's, it wasn't like I, was, I there was a couple of good people in there. I'm willing to mm-hmm. like when it comes to dubs, I I'm willing to give them a try because I don't want to automatically go, oh, this is garbage, you know. But yeah. I gave it a try. No, because there are some I ones that surprise. It. Yeah, there's yeah. really good dubs out there, and there's some that are okay, and there's some that are awful. Yeah, it's no. I mean, God, look at look at Dragon Ball Z and Super. <laughs> I mean, Tyler and I, I mean, T- Tyler, you're still watching uh, Dragon oh, yeah, Ball Super, right? Okay, okay, good, good, good. I also, I'm really into the current arc. No spoilers, Man. but whoa! Oh, like, how far into the arc are you? <laughs> I, I am caught up. I am okay, fully there. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's like... Yeah. I got dragged yeah, in, no, it's in there. <laughs> oh, God. That one. Oh, God. That one scene. Did I talk about that one scene? Yes! Where, where he's fighting the... Oh. Uh, 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 Kafla? What the hell is... The, yeah, Kefla. Kefla, yeah. And he, he, he jumps yeah. and she's like, ha, ah, you can't dodge an air and did power attack. And he's just like, nope. And yeah. it's just like, oh. it's, it's the fact that they went back and they did it in like multiple angles. They just did that shot again in another angle and another angle. Oh my God, like, nerdgasm. Oh nerdgasm God. all over and the they, walls. And you know oh it's, you know it's going to be good because they're like, the, the, the music, mu- music with lyrics was in the background. You're like, oh shit, they're building up to something. Holy crap. Oh and my God. Just that, oh, that scene. It was good. I want to oh. find a gift of that somewhere. Oh my god, right? Um, <laughs> Just oh, that it's good. Like I really so I'm really curious I have, that I like never thought dub, I'd be back like, to do it. The Dragon Ball dubs are actually pretty good. Like they sound well, right. Yeah, and and well, and what's weird is that I've been watching it back cuz Super is now on Toonami. 
Okay, yep. And they shouldn't be caught up to that yet. I've though. been watching. No, no, yeah. far from it, far from it. No, they they have just gotten through. Uh, they've gotten through the first tournament at this point that was held between Universe Six okay. and Seven. That's so. Yeah, they're they're farther along than they I got thought some they filler would be. Episodes still, because uh, I didn't realize. Definitely do, but still, I'm. Been... They're keeping it up good, and they're getting back most of the old cast from Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Z, mm-hmm. and I mean, just those voices are stuck in my head. Those are the voices that belong to those characters. And I know part of it's a bias, <laughs> but when listening to Super, you know, watching it and listening, there's a couple of characters was like, okay, well, it's clear that they, you know, well, I shouldn't say it's clear that they tried doing this, but with the casting, it's clear that they listened to what some characters in the original cast sound like. Cause like Piccolo's voice actor, well, a little bit different. It's like, okay, it's capturing the moment of this. Well, uh, he knows what he's doing. The guy who does Vegeta uh, here or for the dub clearly, you know, has looked and listened to the way that uh, the guy from Japan goes and puts the inflection in there. The guy that does Gohan, though that one kind of evolved from one character into another. Right. Clearly, there was effort put into ca- her into casting on there. Mm-hmm. But then you get to some weird ones like Goku, who you would think, okay, they're going to go and get a voice actor in there that captures the spirit of... Of the guy who made it work in the first place, or girl that made it work in the first place. Uh-huh. Uh, what are you talking about? Are you talking about you're you're going you're the way you're describing this is I don't like it. It feels really weird because okay, I know I'm I'm doing a bad job of going. You're doing it backwards. This, I think you're doing it backwards. Th- you should actually yeah. say it in the way because <laughs> I, uh, I know the North American when yeah. Dragon Ball Z came to North America, they probably went, oh, that's that's what. That's what they sound like for or for or for Goku. Yeah, he can't sound like that. Mm-hmm. It sounds weird. Like, so if you don't, if you haven't listened to the subs of Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super, <laughs> Goku is yeah, literally does sound like a very high pitched woman because that's who voices him. It's like a high pitched woman's voice, and it does not fit whatsoever. It's really awkward. Oh, it's a, it's weird. And like, I've gotten used to it. It doesn't bug me anymore watching the super subs. But it's just so weird because when I'm watching it on Toonami, I am instantly more drawn into any battles that are going on with them because the voice fits the character. I guess. Right. But like even even yeah, the it's just, even it's the dub fits one. the character like because that's the one I grew up with. No, no, that's what I mean. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, the, the dub. dub works way better. That's yeah. in this case. Yeah, it does. That's just it. That's what the character should sound like. And watching Super, I've gotten used to it. I'm okay with it now. But when I first started, it was the most jarring thing. Mm-hmm. It's just especially with Lord Sutton or Hercule. As we know him here. Also still a little confused on that one. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a voice in Japan that sounds like the guy they got for the American. But when Hercule is talking to Goku in the dub version, it's like, okay, we could go and see on how these guys could be on the same level and on how Hercule could go and use his you know, strengths to his advantage and all that stuff. Right, but when you're going and watching Super, 
and you go and hear the two of them talking, it's just like, how are you even intimidated by this guy? <laughs> I mean, I know he's got so much more power than you, but how are you intimidated by that voice? How old do you think the voice actor for Goku is? Oh my god, I have no idea. I mean, I... there's a certain raspiness that's coming along with the voice now, so mm-hmm. it's got to be getting up there into the 50s or 60s. I have a number. Maybe. You okay. have a number. Okay, oh, I need to hear this. I okay, need to make, hear this. You, make, your make your bets. Make your bets. So you got to you pick something. Pick something. Um, I. You know, I'm, I'm going to go high. I'm going to go high side here. I'm guessing 59. Okay. Cat. 52. 52. Okay, and the number is eighty-one. No way! Got to be kidding me! Oh shit! Wait, wait, wait! Hold on. So, is this the same actress that did Goku back in the Dragon Ball days? Uh, yes. Uh, holy cow! I did not realize that was the same person. Let's see. Oh my god! Um. So, she did Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball, yeah, she did Dragon Ball in 1986. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z, she did Sun Goku, Sun Gohan, Bardock, Sun Goten, Gotenks, uh, and Vegito. Oh, she did Vegito, nice. Ah, huh. So she's done a lot of voice. She was in GT as well. She did Sun Goku and Sun Gohan and Sun Goten and Gogeta and Sun Goku Junior, all in GT. So she's voiced. All of them. Like half the cast. Okay, okay. So that because clearly you have a Wikipedia page yeah. up or something. Uh, go and look at, because I, I know the actress that did Bulma died recently. Oh, oh that's right. I yeah. Was she? Because I thought I don't admit I didn't read into this too much here because I don't know these Japanese actors and actresses that well, so it doesn't affect me quite as much. I didn't read fully into the stories. But how much work did she do as Bulma? Because I believe that she didn't, or that she isn't involved in Super. But I'm just kind of curious about that now. It's like how many how many voice actors that are in Super today were back with the original production? Yeah, let me look. Or it is up. it just Goku? Um, yeah, I need to know this. <laughs> this this is going to drive me nuts. I need to okay, know. Okay, so this is uh... move faster, Tyler. Me and Colette are wondering. She, she is. She was in Dragon Ball. She was in Dragon Ball Z. Um, and yeah, she's in Super as well. Oh, interesting. She's Bulma Tights and Bra. Huh. So yeah. she played she played Bulma through and through. And do you know how old she was? Any guesses? I have no idea. I I I would I I don't know. If Goku, if Goku's eighty-one, I'm gonna guess maybe seventy-nine. Okay, there's a guess. Your guess, Cat. Um. Colette, Colette, <laughs> don't ruin the, don't ruin this. <laughs> you can't reveal my identity. Um. God, I don't know. Sixty-five. And the answer is fifty-seven. <laughs> Oh, that's fascinating! So, she basically started oh. voicing uh, Bulma uh, in 1989. Uh, so, she mm-hmm. was, uh, uh, what, 20, uh, 19? No, 
Is that math right? Oh, yeah. 70, 80. 29. She was 29 when she started voicing Bulma. Really? That is... Wow, I am surprised. But I guess that wasn't... No, no, that's 89. Uh, Goku's 86, so she would have been yeah. 26. My bad. I'm looking at the wrong name. I looked at I looked Dragon Ball Z, which was uh, 1989. Dragon Ball is 1986. So yeah, she would have been 26 when she started voicing Bulma. Mm-hmm. Okay, I... I'm I am super surprised by this because I know these days and you know once again this is a change in the culture with all of this stuff, but now it seems like they're always going and trying to go and hunt down. Okay, who's the latest pop idol sensation to go and vice her voice these characters for this one season yeah, show? Yeah, this is so it's like you're getting coming these 14, from the 15, 70s 16. and 80s or like the 80s. So I know it's exactly. It's like different. I, like, oh. and I have no idea what that culture in terms of voice acting was like in Japan at that time. This is a fascinating thing to me. Yeah. Holy shit! What else is? Oh yeah. god! I, other, oh god! Now you got me wondering here. What? <laughs> okay, we got. We I got to know about one more character. I got to know about was, one uh, more character. Meryl Strife in Trigon. Oh, she's in Munch- oh. Monster Ranchers. Look at that. That explains a bit. Yeah, she's yeah. in a lot of oh. Samurai Champloo, Yu Gi Oh GX. One Piece. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, that's another thing is like a lot of no characters idea. you'll hear in other things. So it's like when I'm watching a lot of toy toy animations, they use the same people. So what is it? Yeah. It's uh, well, Yabaro, Yab, Yabar, Yabaroshi? Yeah. Yabaroshi in yeah. Dragon Ball Z is voiced by the same person who does Luffy. So when I watch the sub now, it's just like, oh, that's just that's just Luffy's voice. Monkey D. Luffy is right there. As a big fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a weird thing to think about. <laughs> that's another one that's been going forever. Mon- uh, monkey D. Yeah. Oh, Luffy. dear God. Yes, yes. Find out. Find out. I was going to ask about Piccolo, but no, I need to know about Luffy more. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that show was... That show was not even new when I was in high school, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still running today. Yeah, my God. That's crazy. And I haven't seen that one really depreciating quality, though I will go and say the fillers get more and more annoying every season. <laughs> in in One Piece? That's one show I, I haven't, haven't seen, seen any real big fillers in One Piece in a long time. I also have not watched oh, the last year. I'm so up make to date that with point. One Piece. Oh, okay. And I, I, I will just spend like two weeks going getting caught up on this stuff as it goes yeah, along. No, uh, mm-hmm. I, I got like fairy tale. Hadn't watched it in like a year and a half. In the course of two weeks, I got all caught up. I just skipped any fillers that I found online that everybody was like, "Nope, not mm. worth it." <laughs> just like which episodes actually correspond to chapters in the manga? Okay, there we go. <laughs> Watch one episode before <laughs> and one episode after just in case there's any role in that might be interesting. Because occasionally the fillers are not horrible, but... No, it's yeah. uh, a lot of uh, a lot of fillers. Are, I haven't seen a whole lot in uh, in One Piece in a long time. Because so. it's just like they have so many some... arcs that... Oh, uh, shit. Like, it, it, it's... They're filler episodes. I'm using quotations now. Uh... Air quotations. Yeah. Their filler episodes are more like uh, scene building episodes now. So, like nothing really happens in the mm-hmm. episode, 
but then it's just like, oh, they're doing something. But then it's setting up the lore of whatever current island or situation they're in, and it sets up the background of that place. Uh, oh, that is way better than what they used to do. Well, oh. Yeah, because like, what did they? What? What? I'm trying to think of what lower epi- what uh, filler episodes they had before. Um, like they'd have like a day at the beach yeah. or something like that, and. Hmm. They, they do that kind of stuff or you'd be in the middle of an arc I just remember when Luffy was in the prison trying to find Ace and then suddenly for like 20 episodes it cut off it was going and showing this completely irrelevant filler arc where you went and had the whole crew together in some event that never happened before and it's like what? Oh, why are you doing this God. to me? <laughs> um, they did just come out with uh uh, this this might count as the filler arc. They had like a whole hour and a half long episode. It was like basically just a movie, um, and it was just a re-showing of everyone's origin stories. Of it showed mm-hmm. re-showed the origin story for Luffy. Uh, everyone in East Blue because it was called it was called East Blue, um, and it's yeah. sort mm-hmm. of like it's it's so long that they almost don't call it a they don't call it an episode. Like I think it technically is an episode, but it's also like a uh, weird feature thing. But it's not a movie, so it's just one piece episode right. of East Blue, and it's just like the, all the ones that started their origin uh-huh. East Blue, like Luffy. Uh, uh, why am I forgetting all names? Zoro. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, why am I forgetting all their names all of a sudden? The one that Cole cosplayed, Sanji. Sanji. <laughs> yeah i also cosplayed it oh, thank you, you very go. much who wore it better <laughs> yes i could do kicks over my head thank you very much good job really yeah so yeah no mm-hmm. it's like i'd have to stretch a lot to do it now but back when i did that <laughs> back in god what was that 2008 uh me and a sadly long since lost friend lewis uh-huh. uh went to the soccer con photo booth and we decided okay this is gonna be the year we're gonna have a little memento and we, <laughs> I don't know how we didn't get kicked out of the damn place, quite honestly. <laughs> the two of us literally started fighting oh in the middle of God. it. <laughs> you fucking weebs. Yeah. Oh, my God. That I have a picture. Oh, God. I, oh, is it behind me? I don't think it's behind I me. Do, oh, I, need I to do go have find other it. things that I would have I, to show you here. If you, oh, you, so. I, I. Uh, let, yeah, let me just yeah. finish this. Let me finish this. So, there is a picture of me coming down, striking him across the shoulder and face oh with a drop down kick. That's intense. <laughs> oh my god. It was great. We were both bleeding after it. It was what awesome. The fuck? <laughs> I will find the picture and go and get it to you guys. It was great. Hmm. Yeah. Um. <sighs> We, we made the point, we're not going to go and take any shots for the face. I clipped his ear. Oh my god. He caught my chin. I used to have a chin, by the way. He knocked it straight off of me. It was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> for anybody that knows me in real life, there's a reason why I fit into my Power Rangers helmet so well. No chin to no go and obstruct there. Look at that. Oh my god. No so chin. I gotta yeah. say, uh, yeah, no, One Piece... Uh, go one, for it, go for it. Uh, one done. Piece filler episodes have almost evolved into just being a separate movie that they just put off at a time. And then I guess mm-hmm. that's how it is now. But, so, you did mention Portgas D. Ace. 
he is a voice actor. Mm-hmm. Guess who the voice actor yeah. also voices? Oh, this one I actually have heard at least one other role, but I'm trying to remember who. Uh... Oh, shit. Who, who else did he well, do? Well, you've already said it, so. He did. Piccolo? He did voice Piccolo. Holy shit, that is not the character oh, I thought. What character were you thinking of? I'm trying to remember. Hold on. I'm going to look up the filmography oh, here. He Hold did on. Mobile Suit Gundam and other stuff. Anyways, don't I, look it up I yet. Think that's, I think you that's probably what it is. How, how old is he? Oh. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. Anytime now. Four and a half. 56. 56? You said four and a half? <laughs> You're... <laughs> is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Okay, guess what? He's seventy-one. Oh Jesus! Shit, you up? seem to have been correct, like answering ahead of every single one. So you asked, like, <laughs> answered like seventy something before on the last one. This would have been correct this time, and before <laughs> that, when you're saying fifty, she was like eighty-one. So <laughs> I. I don't even know what to say. So wow. you didn't get them right. You just got them right in the wrong order. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, I go and criticize the dubbing community because, you know, there's only a couple of companies that actually do the dubs anymore, and most of them recycle the same five voice actors. But, oh, my God. Even they bring in new blood. <laughs> It's it's how it goes. Like when you get you get voice actors and you know they can do the work, so that's that's kind of just how it is. So I I do have another person uh, that that guy has voice act for. Oh, uh, uh, I figured out what the other person that you sh- should feel like he were amazed that he is voice acted for. Uh, so, do you want some guesses? Ugh. No, just hit, just hit me. I can hear myself, because it keeps reverbing through your phone. <laughs> um. It's okay, one of these days, one of these days, Colette will go and get a proper yeah, microphone okay. set up. Okay. No, you're fine, you're fine. Are you kidding me? We have worse issues it's with a, Cole every It's week. a live action It's live action. Yes, yes, yep. we can. It's okay. Live action. So, what kind of thing uh-huh. has live action, but also has voice actors in it? Uh, Think hard, Rob. Think hard. You know it. <laughs> you know it. Assert your feelings. God, what is... come on? What the hell am I missing here? Ah! <laughs> magic, oh magic, oh magic, oh showtime! Oh my God! Oh my god. So he, he voices he voices <laughs> Wiseman. That's it. Oh my god. So, uh for cat. Oh common rider stuff. Oh. This this is the exact visceral reaction I expected you to have. Oh. So we know Rob loves How did I forget Rob that? Loves, Rob's common he loves common rider. Uh he loves wizard the most. Uh and so Wiseman is uh, one of the main bad guys in Common uh, Rider Wizard. <laughs> and he's got the same voice actor as Piccolo in Portgas D Ace. 
So it's all the same man. <sighs> and now Rob's kicking himself. How? Did you still want me to do my thing or How no? How did I forget? How did I forget this? Oh boy. No, like, I I feel like I need to commit seppuku or something like that. Like, wait. I, I feel like I have to end myself, and I need to give Tyler my costume uh, so that he can go and carry I can be on. both the black and red ranger. <laughs> Just, oh, oh, that show. Oh, but I wanted to bring back. Oh, that show. I wanted to pull back even further yeah. and say, when we're talking about what are good and bad animes, uh, look mm -hmm. at the studios that they're from. That's a great way to find out good or bad things because i'm saying uh gynex uh what they used to be called and now they've kind of changed and got a different name they're called trigger now everything well, well gynex and trigger are still two yes, different companies gynex still does exist. but i don't know what gynex yeah, does anymore all all well that's just it they do mostly small limited run production stuff or they go and do uh you know quote-unquote hand-drawn animations uh -huh. for video games and stuff like yeah. that now Versus before all of their key animators and showrunners that, you know, produced all those great shows have since moved on and, you know, well, three of them started Trigger and then everybody yeah. just, just kind so of So, basically, Gynex them. up until 2010 and then Trigger from then until now. Uh, anything by them yeah. is always really good. It's it's like, I, yeah. I there's nothing of theirs I haven't, haven't liked. So... It's like yeah. looking at studios is always a good thing. Bones, that's another one. Anything by Bones is always really good. Normally I enjoy things by Bones quite a bit. So Bones makes amazing stuff. Yeah, so it's like look at studios definitely... quite a bit. Like you'll you'll look at it and like if you're trying to prepare to like watch and be on the know of what's a good anime. Mm -hmm. But then also some some of them go where like I don't even think about them and I'll just be on Facebook and I'll see a gif from it. I'll be like Huh, that's really either really cool or really funny. Mm -hmm. I go, I need to watch this now. After three episodes, that's that's what uh, One Punch Man happened. I saw, no yeah, that was it. That was it. My episode three, I saw two gifts from One Punch, and I was like, I need to watch this show because it's awesome. I, I I had seen one, I had seen one yeah. gif, and it was just. It was like a minute long. Originally, I thought it was an embedded video, but no, it's just a gift that's going and running. And it was from episode one where he's having the dream and the monsters and all that stuff. And it's just like, need to watch this shit. Yeah, no, I watched. I don't know why it's called One Punch Man. He he punched a lot of things. I was watching but... the gif of like his fitness uh, exam. And I was like, okay, he's doing a fitness exam. He just gets in there and just fucking bolts and does everything. I'm like, oh my God, I got to watch this show. It looks awesome. Because it's like, it's both anime that's actually uh, what the hell it's like the uh shogun not shogun uh shonen, shonen. it's like shonen power and fighting but then it's does it in a very hilarious take and it's like i need to watch this show that's that's a thing i need to watch yeah so that i that show kind of got me back into anime as bad as it's gonna <laughs> sound mm. I really should not be admitting that, but like I kind of was done with anime for a while. There's also uh -huh. there's also seasons like seasons of anime like uh, when it comes out in summer, fall, winter. Like I think it was fall of this year that there was just nothing I wanted to watch. It was just 
I just don't even keep up with the current stuff anymore, honestly. Unless, like, a friend recommends something, then I'm probably not going to keep up. I I keep up. Yeah. No, like, I... There's very few of them that I can do it with. I mean, I... Like... I hate to be that guy, but I... There was very few that caught my interest, and now I'm starting to get back into it a little bit, but there's some of them where I watch, and I know I shouldn't do this. I'm supposed to be better than this. I'm always doing this with the movies, but... Sometimes you just watch the first episode and you just know it's not right. going to get any better. And I've just done that where I watch it all the way through and it's just like, and it never uh-huh. got better. I just have become so used to expecting that that I just, I can't do it anymore. Even My Hero Academia, when I first heard people talking about it, they were only up to like episode six. And I'm like, it's mm-hmm. going to fizzle out at some point. No, sh- reading the description and looking at all of this. It just sounds too good. It just, it can't keep it up. It just can't keep going. It's going to go and crash and burn, especially with only a 13-episode commitment. Normally, a 13-episode commitment means it's going somewhere (laughs) to die. (laughs) That's normally what that means. And then season two came out, and I was like, huh, that's kind of interesting. How how many episodes is it committed for? Is it another 13? Was it just successful enough? No, they committed to 26 episodes. Shit, I've got to go back to season one. Yeah, I gotta go watch it. Man, that was, I was talking about yeah, that. Like, that was, I just I was liked so it. scared it was like, over. I got Dane honestly. on that. Oh, no, but I got I, Dane on that yeah, one. I haven't I, watched it yet, but I hear that it's amazing. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, are people just saying that, or is it actually good? It's actually good. Oh, okay. Yay! That's, that's, yeah. No, it's actually good. Like and like last season, there were just I didn't watch anything at all because there just wasn't anything good. But then this season, they came out with Food Wars. Food Wars is great. Magnus Bride is great. I want to uh, watch that so else? fucking bad. That that's on my docket. I actually do need to start. Uh, that I one. got my guilty pressure. Uh, my guilty pleasure, which is uh, Net Juno or uh, Seek. Uh, what the hell is it? It's not, uh, the oh, what what is the English version for it? Uh, MMO. Oh, the uh, recovery the of an recovery. MMO junkie. Yes, that looks so yeah. good. That's. I love the name, but I had not it's heard like, of that until now. <laughs> Tell me more. It's again. I am a sucker for any like the fantasy video game thing. So it has to. If it has to do with like a fantasy world, or if it has to do with like video games and fantasy world stuff, I will absolutely watch it because that is my genre. You might. And now this one. Then. I have a what? Um, you might like Chain Chronicle then. Chain Chronicle. Oh, I saw that one. I never actually watched it though. But there's so many. They see I'm blessed because there are so many of those in the genre that I can just watch all of them and right. it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also another another good one. So that's my guilty pleasure. I don't know if like that one. I might be biased to say if it's good or not, so I can't comment on it. I'm enjoying it, mm-hmm. but. That's because it's also like slightly a romantic comedy. Oh, sweet! So, and I—that's also another guilty pleasure of mine—is the romantic comedies. Yeah, so, I'm with you there. <laughs> uh, yeah, then the the other one, another good one, uh, Junie Tenson or Zodiac Wars. I watched the first ah, episode of that, I, and it looked good, but I just kind of fell off after it. But it, oh, from okay. what I saw, it looked so good. I'm liking it. Tell me a little bit about that one, because I've had, I've had two friends that I generally consider to be pretty 
good with their recommendations of that. One has fully endorsed it. The other one says, eh. It's a, it's a battle royale. Yeah, help. It's a bunch mm-hmm. of fighting. Uh, and every character, there's 12 characters, and every one of them represents an animal on the Zodiac. And that's really all you need to know. It's intense. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's like on the bloody so, gory side of intense. So it's like mm-hmm. I think it's rated like eighteen A or something. So mm-hmm. it does it feel like it goes too far? Because um, I, mean, I don't know how it, how far is too far. I it's not uh, it's how, not how like do I put this? it's not. Uh, what do I? What's what's this? Is it is it the last episode of Berserk? <laughs> <laughs> no, Berserk. No, that's that's different. That's always going to be different. <laughs> that's 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 the last episode like of Berserk. That, you can't you you don't you don't compare that yeah, to things. No, that's <laughs> like that's you compare that to things that you compare to like Future Diaries or uh, um, oh I'm I forget Elf and Lied. That's another one that's like that. So that's it's not like that. It's uh-huh. got blood like that, but it's not psychologically upheavaled like that. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I gotcha. Yeah, no, there's some, there's, there's that last, that last episode is just, oh boy, that is a thing. And then if you watch things like Elf yeah. and Light or Future Diaries or, uh, was it Zombieland? Not Zombieland, uh, is it? Dead Man Wonderland. No, no. Yeah, there we yeah. go, there we go. It's like, Zombieland? No. Okay, yeah, Dead Man Wonderland. Although... I don't know that one. In some respects, I I have a hard time putting it's that in the tamer. same category. I'll as the say other it's ones. tamer, but it's yeah, like that. Still got some. It's got as much blood, yeah. but as long it's not as, as graphic. Blood, like blood sea, then I can kind of squirm my way through it. But yeah, blood sea. I think that's what it's called. I could be wrong, but it's like this super fucking gory show. Oh, oh my god, I. Was that the, was that the spin-off pseudo reboot of the Blood the Last Vampire one? I'm, I'm Maybe to I've one only seen. It is related. I've only seen. It is related of it, because one of my asshole ex friends decided it would be a good idea to show me a clip, and it was like this creature going around and like ripping people in half and eating them. <laughs> Oh, okay, that's the one I didn't see. Yeah, yeah I no, did. I had to, I had to remember this here. I was I thinking of Blood couldn't. Plus, but it no, no, that's much. Oh, that's a different one. But they're all related. They are related. They um, are. Yeah. yeah, no, they're all like that's another thing. Uh, look up things like my anime list, and you will see user scores. And mm-hmm. guess what? Those ones have a user score of like six, six point seven. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So that's not high. Eight, eight is good. If it's eight and higher, then it's worth watching. If it's lower than eight like a seven or something then it's not really worth watching it's like or it is but it's like average i mean there's so, gonna be exception because you know it depends on your taste but yeah that's true yeah well i'm i'm trying to remember here because didn't we go and run into that with uh samurai flamenco where it had like uh kind of subpar user score i there was one of those ones it has that we a talked 6.9. about that I could see that for Samurai Flamenco because yeah. it does. Oh, I totally. It does yeah. like sort of drag, kind of, mm-hmm. and it's very. Well, it, 
I feel like if I didn't watch things like Common Rider and uh, Super Sentai, I wouldn't appreciate it as much. Because I just, I saw so I much could... of allusions to that, and like, it, it's almost like they're trying to, they made an anime about not just those shows, but like the kind of rise and fall of those shows, or like the whole production of those shows. So, well, yeah, I mean, like there's a our whole discussion. Yeah, on there's that. like a whole yeah. deeper, a whole deeper uh, uh, metaphor in there for those, and not just uh, the show themselves, but like the whole span of the decades of the shows. And like, if yeah. I didn't watch them, I don't think I would have seen that. Well. I would just watch it and be like, oh, it's kind of. It does have that some weird dark stuff, but like it's only for one or two separate. Yeah. It jumps around a lot, mm-hmm. so that's that's why it, I could see does. it being at like a six point yeah. nine because it's very, very. What's the word? In, it, inconsistent. inconsistent. I, I feel like it's very tailored. Not tailored. I don't know. If that's the right word. Very niche. Niche. I think yeah. is the word I'm looking for. It's like one of those niche. Well, yeah, it's got like five <laughs> niches yeah. in it. But like all those niches are very related to each other. That if you know one of them, you'll oh, they definitely know are, the other yeah. ones closely. So, yeah, no, I. But yeah, I, I I really did like that show as a whole. But no, I like we said on uh, a previous episode of Tyler's Anime Book Club, which I gotta we uh, still have to get the next episode, and I haven't watched. We we've been. You haven't watched a lot of people. Maybe we just need to pick maybe, something maybe new. Maybe we need to repick something. Um, Kat, give um, us an anime. I, I don't know. Sorry, uh, Colette, pick um, something. Uh, um, uh, just give us the most weeb trash answer you something got. Something good, though. Something good with weeb trash. <laughs> something <laughs> something funny. Combination. Something funny. Uh, if you want something... Yeah. And don't say Love Hina, because that's <laughs> the one we can't get them to watch. Uh, if you want something funny, Sakamoto Desuga is really great. Um, if you like, like, fantasy, action, romance, Akatsuki no Yona is great. Um, fuck, what else is good? <laughs> I don't know. Is that, is that okay? Did I do okay? Unless we, unless we jump back into the, uh, into the old ones and then we actually do, uh, um, uh, what is the name of that one? The second season of... Uh, not Kenichi. Um, the Greatest Survivor. What the hell is it? Oh, Gaiji. Gaiji. <laughs> you actually want to watch the I second kinda, season? Because it you? does leave him with like missing <laughs> fingers and everything. So I'm kind of curious. Because yeah. <laughs> that was no, that that was another fascinating one. That, that we was an about. interesting show. Like it was. Yeah. It was different. And interesting is probably the right way of describing yeah, that. Yeah, because like after it got into the show, like like and you had to watch it, and then it got into the plots, and then it got the suspense, and then it got really, really into over analyzing everything. And I was like, oh, and like yeah, that's that's kind of how Death Note was for me. That was like just super over analyzing everything. It was like, well, mm-hmm. that's because they made Death Note. Yeah. Well, it all makes sense now. <laughs> so yeah, I really enjoyed Death Note. <laughs> <sighs> then maybe you'll like Kai. I forgot the name. Kaiji. 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 I mean, I yeah, Kaiji. Yeah. Give it a shot. I know. I know. It's... 
All right, hold on. I'm going to send you a screen capture of the show and just tell me what the first thing that comes oh, yeah. to mind is. Hold on a second is. here. It's... No, no, don't say anything more, Tyler. Oh, don't say Can anything I just more. say they made it before Death Note? Okay. Oh, oh God. Do I do I go and show her the creepy old man or I'm do I show concerned. her Kaiji by himself? Uh, why not both? <laughs> Kaiji first. Kaiji. Okay, here. I, I, I found... I, I think I found one that just perfectly sums this up. Whoa, that was a video link. What the what? hell? The fuck are you I just wanted the thumbnail. Anime. <laughs> okay, so this... <laughs> Anime. Yeah. Oh, look at this beautiful thing. Please, no. Can we not talk about that damn commercial? We are still the joke of the world. I was watching a Rebel Taxi uh, video where they were going and talking about good animes of that period. And they went and showed a clip of that. Gurugamesh. <laughs> anyway, the, the oh link boy. is there. Have... Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Nani the fuck? <laughs> what is happening? What the fuck is that art style? This, it's this looks like something very non-consensual, and I am scared. <laughs> what the fuck is he drinking? Beer. I. Yep. That's some weird ass looking beer. Uh, have you not drinking beer before? No, I've drinking beer. Just the way they animated it looks freaking weird. It is a very unique anime style. It's, so, it's something. Yeah. No, I've I've only seen this twice in anime form, and one of them was the series they did immediately before uh, Kaiji called Akagi, which was one about uh, uh, mahjong players going and doing high stakes. Oh, gambling. interesting! I can see that. Like it, all their yeah. stuff seems That's, to be. I don't know if it is like that now. I'm gonna look at their studio, but. Mm-hmm. Like all those are like seem to be all that super high strategy stuff. It's like it's all about suspense, and it's like your next move is your most important move. And it's like, and then they overanalyze the move of what they could do and what this could do and whatever thing. It's like I remember seeing that in things like Prince of Tennis, uh, but I thought it was kind of weird because yeah. it was Prince of Tennis is so fast paced that he hit. They'd be like, oh, he hit the ball. Oh, but it's curving in such a way. He's not going to get it in time. And it's just like uh, a little unbelievable with, with this. It's like you could believe it that they're just mm -hmm. overthinking everything to a point. But it's such a in a manner that it's like some kind of game that has to do nothing but strategy. So, Here's yeah, no, it's it's a really weird show. It's I stand by it. it's good, but it's definitely for mm -hmm. the right type of person. It's not one I can recommend right, to everybody. I had a feeling Tyler might uh -huh. come to enjoy it, but I was not entirely sure when I suggested it, but I really wanted to know really what Tyler's opinion would mm -hmm. be on this. Because it, weirdly enough, is one of my favorite animes, despite recognizing that it's not one of the best mm -hmm. animes I've ever seen. It's good, but it definitely has some oh, issues. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I don't know. 
yeah, that's it's it's a weird one. I really don't know how to describe it. Whenever I talk to people about it, but whenever says somebody says that they especially liked the first, what was it around twenty two episodes of Death Note? You know what I go and call the actual <laughs> Death Note. Ah. <laughs> uh, just it, it got wrong after that. It just got wrong. I don't care if the manga still had that stuff in there. It's <laughs> it got wrong after that. I don't know. It's just it's it's a different take on that kind right. of equation there. What other things have they done? Well, okay. I don't know, but while you go and look that up, I I got to. Uh, I got some hashtag sort of sponsored Ooh. stuff going on Sort here. of sponsored stuff. What are you saying? What are you, are you saying words? I there 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 might be some future uh, sponsorship coming Ooh. to the podcast. Uh, it's not officially uh-huh. a thing yet, but I, uh, I I need to talk about a movie that I saw oh uh, Sunday before last. By the time all of you guys get to listen to this. And the movie is about the making of one of my favorite bad movies. Oh of my all god. Time. Okay. Yep. I saw basically what equates to the making of Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Why? It is called The Disaster Artist. I watched I I saw some clips of them comparing scenes from the movie to the other movie and they're not bad. They're like pretty darn close. There, there were a few moments in there where the, I should go and start by going and saying the movie stars James Franco as he does Tommy an Wiseau. amazing job from the clips you can see. It it sounds like something that should be doomed to failure because I didn't think it was possible for anybody to even impersonate <laughs> Tommy Wiseau. There were moments that I was honestly convinced that Tommy Wiseau himself was in the movie playing himself. You mean like he does And they were just placing him in between <laughs> scenes of Franco. Yeah. It's <laughs> if you haven't seen The Room, it there's a good reason on why it is considered to be one of the best dumpster fire movies ever made. It is a horrible, horrible film. But it is an experience you need to have. Honestly, it is up there with uh, with Trolls Two and The Room. Those are like the two entry levels for watching bad movies. Yeah, no, it's it's such a weird thing because there's nothing that should be good about it. The plot is god awful. The acting is god awful. But for some reason, the experience the experience Mm -hmm. is amazing, and. Having read the book, The Disaster Artist, I was very curious about what I was going uh-huh. to see in this movie. Uh, I haven't been doing as many of the preview nights because, quite honestly, half of the stuff that's come out recently has just been Oscar bait. They're just trying to go and get in before the cutoff dates at this point. So there's been a lot of eh, movies that have come out. And there's been some good ones as well. Uh, the remake of Murder on the so Orient Express. Uh, that was, it's it's really good. It's the best version of that story that they've done ever. But the disaster artist brought me so into the background and the backstory of the making of the room. I laughed, and it did something I never thought could happen. He peed a little I bit. I actually felt bad. Well, 
I'll admit, it was a bit longer of a movie than I thought. I wasn't sure that my bladder was going to go and hold out. But I couldn't leave the seat. It was captivating. And it made me feel bad for the people that were involved in the making uh-huh. of the film. Not, not like feeling bad for Tommy Wiseau. In some respects, I think that he is the luckiest man on the planet because he was able to make something that bad and has all the notoriety and love in the world for having mm-hmm. made it. But the other people around him have a very interesting story that goes along with the whole thing. And though I do say there are some moments in there that you actually do feel really bad for Tommy Wiseau, it's also very interesting seeing how, even in the course of their production, the mentality of the people that were working on it, or that were working on it, and the motivations behind it, that there was so much more to it than just what I thought it originally was, which... I gotta be honest, I thought the movie was made as, like, one massive Mm -hmm. tax loophole. Because other filmmakers have done that. Uh, Not quite on the level of Uwe Boll, who, (laughs) you know, exercised a whole bunch of German (laughs) loopholes. Yeah, no, that's... That that guy is a real disaster artist right there. I mean, he is... He is the absolute worst. But, really, the disaster artist is... I'm going to say this right now. There's, I think, three categories that this should at least be nominated for an Academy Award in. And one of them has to go to James Franco because his acting in there is amazing. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to go and light some fires right now. People like Meryl Streep, who are good actresses, Often go and play the same characters over uh, and over like and over the type again, and stuff. they get Oscar yeah. buzz. How dare you, Rob? Exactly. Hey, I like to say that yes, I'm I know, I know. a certain d- type a lot. Oh yes, you are. <laughs> and Wait, you'll never escape that. You'll never, ever escape. That. Um, mm-hmm. what type? He's the like narcissistic guy. main character, or sometimes a side character, but uh-huh. it's the narcissistic character that everyone loves to hate and hates to love. Oh. He is the Cusco <laughs> archetype. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Drop it. Drop me a boom, baby. Uh, Why is it? Boom, baby. Okay, but can you please cosplay Cusco <laughs> now? We'll see. <laughs> I'll give you example, five <laughs> Example A. Five American <laughs> dollars. That's how I got into being Miguel <laughs> and then also uh, Axel, yep. so... Yep. No, it's just Tyler knows how to go and do it. But James Franco is not one of those types of actors. And I have seen him play dramatic roles. I have seen him play comedy roles. I believe that he is an underutilized asset and an underappreciated actor. This movie really proves that because something as seemingly random as Tommy Wiseau, I couldn't imagine anybody trying to go and play that person Mm -hmm. in a movie. Because he's not a character. This is a real-life person with a real personality. It's multifaceted. There's so much depth to it. And seeing James Franco fully becoming this character, like I said, at moments, me wondering, is that actually James Franco I'm looking at? Because not at every Some 
That's just it. And especially with that hair, there's times where his face is so obscured and, like, well shot obscured that I had to wonder, is that Tommy Wiseau? And no, he's nowhere in the credits. Well, I mean, he's actually in the credits, but not right, not right. as him. It's people people playing him and, you know, a little nod and thank yous and all that stuff. But he is absolutely amazing. And if he is not at least nominated for an Academy Award for his performance in there... Well, I'm sorry. My opinion of the Academy couldn't be much lower. <laughs> that officially would go and put a down. Oh. Fucking I'm drop sorry. that there. Look at some of the movies that the Cohen put into like the comedy category just because they want to go and yeah. give it a nod, <clears throat> but they can't go and give it because they've already promised the award to somebody else. I mean, The Martian was a yeah, comedy. Well, honestly, like, I hate to say it, but I feel like a lot of the movies that get nominated for Academy Awards are just really pretentious, snotty films. And I feel bad for saying that, but fuck, that's what a lot of them are. And some of them are great, and it works. And others, it just doesn't. Yeah. No, that's that's just it. Like, I, I always go back to The Hurt Locker, which is mm-hmm. not a bad movie, but it's also not a great yeah. one either. You know, got the movie of the year award and all that stuff, but nobody actually applauded it on the basis of it as a movie. They applauded it based on the fact that, oh, it's James Cameron's ex-wife and she made a movie and we should go and Mm -hmm. prop this up. It's like, that's the exact opposite reason of why you should be going and giving this movie any props. Like, it is well shot, it's well directed, but the script is underwhelming to say the least it runs an hour too long it would have made for a great short film it just didn't have the legs to go and be a full feature once again not going and beating up on the quality of it overall it's just was that really the movie that deserved Mm -hmm. it that year and no the other three nominees i think any one of them should have outperformed it but it was about the marketing it was about the lobbying and there's so much of that like Honestly, I'm. I don't agree with who won Best Animation last year. Like, don't get me wrong. Zootopia is wonderful. It had a great message, great writing. It's a good, good movie. But in my humble opinion, I thought Moana was a little bit better. And that's just my opinion. But everyone's like, oh, well, Zootopia tackles all these issues and racist. And I'm like, Guys, that it's my opinion. Chill. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I'll, I'll, I definitely understand that. I I don't know. That's one of the few ones where I actually think that the Academy did get it right. Though I will be honest, I prefer Moana yeah. as a viewing. Did they come out in the same great. year? I thought they came out they in did. different years. They did. Fantastic. No, movies. no. One came out. Her Zootopia uh-huh. came out in March, and they're both uh, Moana fantastic movies. Both great messages, great writing, great story. I just preferred Moana a little more. And everyone got on my back. And they made it out to be like this big social issue thing. And I'm just like, guys, how about we enjoy the movie for being a movie? And, you know, (laughs) it's great that it tackles these issues and it does it in such a great, tasteful way. But that shouldn't be the sole reason why the movie's good. Yeah, no, that that's just it. I stand by, I do believe that in many respects, 
Zootopia saved America from yeah. full-blown civil war. Honestly? Is that right? Because things were ratcheting up. Well, here's the thing. I mean, you go and watch the news coverage and all that stuff, and there were... A, there's a lot of social mm-hmm. unrest and all that, but it was worse last year in 2016 before that movie came out. And I think it's because, unfortunately, so much of the news cycle is around yep. one narrative because it sells more. And it's so easy to become so drawn down and become so mm-hmm. negative that it just hurts people. And whether or not you're even involved in the political or ideological discussions of all of this, it just seems to drive everything. And then Zootopia came out. And I think because we had a different outlet, a different channel, something that showed us a more optimistic view Mm -hmm. of what can come from these discussions, rather than the dogmatic approach that the media was taking, the film almost grossed as much as Frozen, which is a huge statement to make. Because it's not... It's not as interesting a movie, I hate to say, in a lot of respects. There's a lot of places that are kind yeah. of dragging a little it's bit. Not There's a, a few places where means, it definitely could be tight. It's still up. an enjoyable experience. It, exactly. Exactly. And it's definitely not, you know, the kids' movie right, archetype I, either. Uh, it's an entertainment piece. It's something everybody can enjoy. And having more adult stuff, it makes me so yeah. happy, honestly. Yeah, that's just it. So I do believe that it deserves oh, all yeah, the praise sure. that it got. And, well, it definitely has some flaws. It's a good movie. And I didn't see another animated film that I thought hit all of the technical points and elements quite the mm-hmm. same way that that one did. Moana, I would say, is a close second. Uh, I'll go and say this, despite uh, Zootopia, I know not being a <laughs> musical, that... That damn Shakira song, it, it really just gets stuck does. in your head, and it's nothing but fluff. Like, it's See, a fun it's like, to, like, yeah. jam Moana. out in your car, but I do like the music from Moana better. But that's because I uh, like yeah. my boy, yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Moana. <laughs> Mo- Moana's music yeah. was way better. Hey, honestly, oh, yeah. I could go on and on. I could explain every possible <laughs> phenomenon. So, if Moana, if Moana if, is, is there a scene, is there a category for, like, best musical-ish kind of thing? There is, there is a, here's the problem. It's best musical or musical comedy. Musical or comedy. Oh, shit. That's, that's the problem. And once again, a couple of years ago, The Martian was listed as a comedy. What? They couldn't work it in to best picture or anything like that. Because they had promised it to all these other uh-huh. guys for the nominations. So instead, they decided, oh, we'll just dump it into best comedy, and it's guaranteed to win. <laughs> it's like, is that a comedy? I'm pretty sure when I saw it in the theater that it was actually a heartwarming drama about the human spirit and endurance. Oh, yeah. It was no comedy. Like, there was, was good, joke, but I would not call but... that a comedy. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's just it. it no, The Martian... And I love The Martian. I actually would have been okay oh. with it getting a nomination oh, yeah. for Best Picture that year. Because how how good is it's The Martian? Good. I don't like Matt Damon. You don't like Matt Damon? In that yeah. movie? Yeah, yeah. I really don't anymore. He's in a lot of I, that, that's yeah. just it. I, he's, he's in a lot of movies, and most of the time he just doesn't actually he's play a Matt character. Damon, he just goes and plays Matt Damon. Exactly. Matt but Damon is bored. In Matt the Martian. Damon on a planet. <laughs> Matt Damon on a different planet. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's just it. I I actually liked Matt Damon uh-huh. in that movie. It's like when you have a movie that is so well written and so well directed that you can number one give me a reason to like Matt Damon, and number two for me to be able to go and say, "Oh my God, Matt Damon can still <laughs> act." It's like I'm back in 1998. <laughs> that is the mark of a good movie. The fact that Jason Bateman is in a movie that could be nominated as an animated picture for best animated picture, that alone deserves a nomination, let alone to win in the case of Zootopia. Mm-hmm. And... Like I said, going back to the point, the disaster artist, I cannot endorse this enough. Please go out to the theater, make this movie as big of a success as we can. It is so well put together, so well directed, so well acted. Let's make sure that the Academy cannot ignore this film. Because, oh my god, is it good. Hashtag sort of sponsored. Sort of sponsored. Because we're not really. going to get any money out of it. No, no, yeah. no sponsor whatsoever. Hashtag, but they, 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 they want to try us out. Yeah. Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah, they, they want to yeah. try us out. Hashtag sponsored. Hashtag, yeah. Sponsored. Yeah. hashtag yeah, there hashtag we go. Hashtag wrap it up. Hashtag not sponsored <laughs> yet. Yep, yep, you're right, you're right. Hey, anyway, thank you so much for joining us today. I know that Tyler and Colette what really appreciate it. I really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, check us out on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes. We'd love to hear back from you guys. Um, we love or we love feedback from everybody. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up at our email. Um, I should say our Twitter handle at Soccer Rangers. Our email, SoccerRangersPodcast at gmail.com. We just love hearing back from you guys. We're finally starting to get some emails coming in, which we like. So Yay! please... Keep sending more. Let us know what you like. Tell us on how much you enjoy Colette. Uh, Love ooh, me. What, what's your what, what what's your Twitter Twitter handle again? Is that uh, Cat Valentine Cosplay? Uh, Cat Valentine Cos. Cat Valentine Cos. Jeez, yeah. that sounds like a guest that we had. It's weird. Huh? I don't know who she is. Like a very, she sounds like a yeah, bitch, though. Know. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh, she is the worst. But you know what? She yeah. has huge tracts of land. So huge we like her. Huge tracts of land. Huge, huge tracts of land. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs>